Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. I'm down the beach. It's blowing a gale. I've got the microphone hidden from view, I, or from the wind. I hope that it's clear. Uh, today, it's a cold, cold, windy, really cold, sunny day down here at Bondi. And uh, it's a Saturday morning. I'm on the beach in the middle of the beach walking along and the sand, well, from the beach to the promenade, it's about know 60 meters or 70 meters even more so the sand that's been shifted by the ocean over these last 10 days is absolutely extraordinary the power of nature is just to behold and the rips and the currents that have been put out there is just uh, to it's just mind-blowing anyway I'm down here on the beach I'm coming to a to the south end and the winds blowing from the south so I should get some wind protection and I thought I'd talk to you today about your expectations. What are your expectations? So if you go to, go to work, you have an expectation of how you're going to go. If you have a home and a family, what are your expectations of how things are going to be? If you have a child, what are your expectations of that child? Now, you can't say to me you have none because that's just bullshit. You have expectations of life and you have expectations of everything that's going to happen in life. Some people call it hopes, some people call it wishes, some people call it visions, but you have expectations. And the question's going to be, what's going to happen when they're not met? Firstly, expectation of yourself. So you might have an expectation you're going to be a winner, you're going to be happy, you're going to be comfortable, and you're going to be healthy. That's an expectation. And what happens when you're not? Do you, uh, do you accept it? Do you beat yourself up and say, oh, I've got to do better next time? Do you say, I'm going to learn from that? Or do you say, oh, that's real, uh, and my expectations are false? So uh, idealism is a topic that, uh, that we have to be really mindful of, because idealism means our expectations are fraudulent. Uh, idealism means our expectations are, are beyond nature, beyond the realities of life. For example, I'll give you a good example. Purpose of a relationship is not happiness, but people expect it to be. So what happens when a relationship doesn't make somebody happy, they think they're in the wrong relationship or something's uh, cocked up or they need to go to therapy. But actually, the purpose of a relationship is not happiness, and a therapist will not know that. The therapist thinks that it is. And so the therapist will try to make a couple happy. But the purpose of a relationship is support and challenge. And so any relationship that doesn't exhibit a healthy level of, of uh, support and challenge is not a relationship. It's a fraud. It's a fantasy. It's an uh, a, a unrealistic uh, dream. And so support and challenge. So if a, if a relationship is built on the premise that relationships are built to make you happy, challenge gets usurped, it gets put away, it gets packaged, it gets put off. Now what we repress in a relationship, the children express or work expresses or somewhere else our health expresses. So a couple who's faking support and challenge and trying to live the model of uh, expectation of happiness pushes their challenges between them away and what we repress push away means repress 
and what we repress, others express. So others meaning our body, others meaning our job, others meaning our children. And suddenly we get children who are kicking ass or going on the internet saying things or uh, running away from home or being really naughty because one of the two people in the relationship is repressing their disappointment or repressing their challenge and not dealing with it or trying to pretend it doesn't exist. A healthy relationship operates at the border of support and challenge and that border doesn't have to be um, uh, a, a weekly blow up. It can be um, every couple of minutes there can be a challenge between to, we can be challenged by our partner and every couple of minutes we can be supported by our partner and if we oscillate in and out of those two states of mind we feel this thing called unconditional love and that's a powerful growth place for a couple so when we have unrealistic expectations we we, we are faced with this question continual question is uh, how do I respond to reality and the best way to do this is to consider that every expectation is an environmentally driven expectation. So in other words, we say, given that I've got a good job, given that I've got a, a, a home, I should be happy. That's a, an environmental expectation because the given that contextualize the expectation. The given that means Given that I'm on the beach, given that it's cold, given that it's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day, and given that I'm standing here uh, watching the waves and ocean, I should be happy. So the should be is always contextualized by an environment, by a circumstance. Given that I'm married, given that I've got two kids, the house should always be joyful. That's a contextualized expectation. The context is real. The expectation might not be. And that's what I think is very important whenever we find ourselves with some level of dissonance between what's going on and, and how we're feeling. In other words, getting you know, pissed off with something or feeling bad or having an emotional downer. What we need to do is we need to contextualize the expectation that we're, that we're emoting against. In other words, let's say I go on a running race and I come second. My expectation was I come first, but given that I was racing against Usain Bolt, second is pretty good. My expectation contextualized in the environment actually was fraudulent. The reality is I should be happy with what I've got. The, the environment dictates the quality of the expectation. So if we say, I'm not doing well at work, then you would say, well, hang on, before I say that, that's given that everything else is equal, given that I'm happy, given that I've got a stable home life, given that I've got uh, uh, time to rejuvenate, given that I'm not drinking too much, given that I'm given that, given that I should be doing really successful at work. But given that I, I you might say, given that I'm working with some uh, people who are not fully committed, given that I'm uh, working for a bully boss, given that I'm working for someone who's not competent, given that, I, blah, 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 given that, given that, given that, I actually am not doing too well, too bad. And the expectations need to be contexted in an environment. Now, people are afraid of this because they think that they're always making excuses. You know, like, given that I've been married for 10 years and we only have 
if someone might say this, given that I've been married for 10 years and we're only having sex once a week, that's not too bad. So the, the environment of 10 years, that's the environment and the, the expectation of once a week for sex, there might be a justification in accepting something less than uh, what we could have. So we need to also be very aware of our means that drive our, our, our uh, measure of our environment. How long you've been doing something is no, uh, no uh, uh, environmental modifier. In other words, given that I've been doing this for 30 years, that shouldn't happen. No, no, no. Given that I'm here right now doing it in this environment, uh, what are my expectations? So the word should pops up because of context. So when, when you're having an emotional upheaval, it's really wise to say, what am I given that's? What am I given that's? And make sure that the environment you're having the emotion in and the given that's are in, in, in sync. Given that, uh, given that I coach people, given that I work with people all day, given that I help people and I love helping people, and given that all that I sometimes don't have the willpower to go to the gym and do a hard workout at 4 p.m. in the afternoon when I've had a, a late booking. But then I might say, well, I'm gonna beat myself up because I should go to the gym at 4 p.m. The given that sits that up and says, well, wait a minute, Chris, you've done a damn Given that you've worked this all day, is going to the gym really the realistic expectation at 4 p.m. in the afternoon? What about just go for a walk instead, given that? Okay, have a beautiful day. Bye for now.